It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Go Birds Pod, a radio.com podcast about your beloved birds. It is the uh, the strangest Go Birds reaction to the draft in round two pod that, oh, I don't know, probably the whole world was not expecting. Uh, it is uh, so much of a uh, momentous occasion that James Seltzer, who I, I said, you know what, James, like everybody's been up and uh, and you guys have been like killing yourselves and working really hard and doing all this stuff. Just take the night off. Like, let's get fresh for a Saturday and tomorrow. And my man, that's how momentous <laughs> this is. He's like, I can't sleep. I said, you know, he texted Elliot. I said, get him on. Let's rock and roll. James Seltzer. How are you, sir? I'm good. I, uh, I was actually in bed and I was like, I I can't sleep. I saw you guys texting. I was like, I gotta <laughs> I gotta come on. This is crazy. What the hell just happened? Uh, Elliot, can you explain to us from the <laughs> oh, Eagles' point man. of view what the hell just happened? Yeah. So before I get into my opinions, and before obviously all of us rip this pick to living shreds, um, the Eagles talked, and I don't know if they're just like dumb or delusional. I refuse to believe they're dumb. I yeah. know Howie Roseman is a smart guy, but their basic logic was, A, we really value the quarterback position. We thought he was really good value at that pick. It's clear they did a lot of homework on him. Like this yeah. wasn't like Jalen Hurts fell and they just picked him. Uh, Doug talked to Jalen Hurts head coach. Press Taylor went to Oklahoma to work him out. Um, you know, Andy Wydell went to a game to scout him. So they did a lot of homework on Hertz. They feel at the 53rd pick, the value is better than the pick. So in, although Howie would not say it, I think it's pretty clear their plan is to try to trade him in like a year and maybe, you know, get more value out of it. He also talked about how obvious it is that this is Carson Wentz's team and how he, he really said this. He said, Wentz basically won an MVP award in 2017 um, he said he's a Pro Bowl quarterback. Uh, he said that they want to surround Carson with with as many good people as possible. He said they're lucky to have him. Doug Peterson said Jalen Hurts is a quarterback. They don't view this as like a trick player. Like they're not bringing him in to play receiver or running back. Like they view him as a quarterback. Um, yeah, why and, would you do that? That's, uh, sorry, go ahead. I mean, I guess that's about <laughs> it. But like the overall message. Well, the one thing Howie kept saying was, and I guess we can kind of just get into our opinions on this. But the one thing Howie just said was no team has had a, done a better job or had a better value out of the quarterback position than the Eagles. He talked about the last 20 uh, years. He didn't mention any names, but I, I think what he means is, you know, they traded AJ Feely, they traded Kevin Cobb, but here's the problem with that. That was like 15 years ago at this point, 10, 15 years ago. Like when's the last time the Eagles got value for a quarterback? I mean, right. McNabb, maybe they got a second round pick, I guess was, was pretty good value, but I, I don't know. I'll let you guys go, but that's what that's what Howie and uh, 
that was the reasoning behind this this pick. James, you woke up for this. It's your night. You fucking you let's let's rock and roll because uh, <laughs> press Taylor all the takes, all the stuff. You go. Well, all right. So I like I actually I understand the logic. I I do think that it's Carson Wentz's team. I don't. You don't pay that guy that kind of money and it not be his team. I don't think that this is a situation where Jalen Hurts is any threat to Carson Wentz's future in any way. I do think that their plan is draft someone, create some value with him, and maximize an asset. But, man, like you can't do it in this spot. You can't do it with a second-round pick. I understand it. Again, I actually like the idea of drafting a quarterback and developing them and turning them into an asset. And look, I do think that Hertz is different in the sense that you can do some, you know, stuff like Taysom Hill, you know, everyone said that already, but like you can see him <laughs> doing some stuff like that, where he is not just a total zero in terms of just being a backup quarterback. And they do need a backup quarterback. Like I understand the logic. It just feels like, you have so many other needs, long-term needs on this team. It's not even like they're clearly not playing for 2020. We've talked about that. Like they're not not playing. Like they're not saying, oh, we're punting on the air, but they're not prioritizing being a true blue Super Bowl contender in 2020. Anything can happen, but they're not prioritizing this season. They're thinking about the future. So like – there are just so many other spots. Wide receiver again, defensive end, edge rusher. We've talked. I mean, like there were there were guys on the board there. There's defensive backs on the board. I mean, there are players who can really help this team into the future as well. This feels like the type of pick that a team can make if it's a luxury pick. And I am fine with that in that case. But this Eagles team is not in that case. They have too many holes from a youth long-term perspective. So I understand the logic, but it's just hard to. And I like Jalen Hurts. I like him. Mm -hmm. I like him, but it's just really hard to justify. That. I, I also also think it's worth pointing out that Jalen Hurts, in my opinion, at least, I don't know if you guys agree with this. Jalen Hurts is different than the other second tier of quarterbacks. Like they weren't going to take the the top four or five guys. Jalen Hurts is not some rando we've never heard of that they're going to draft in the sixth round. Like Jalen Hurts. Won in two major programs. He won a national championship. Like this is not a guy that's just going to come in and be a backup. Like, and I, I mean, I don't think he's going to take Carson's job. But I guarantee you, every Eagles player in the locker room already knows who Jalen Hurts is. That wouldn't have been the case with almost any other quarterback they drafted. Yeah. Like Jalen Rager, the Eagles pick from yesterday, tweeted out Jalen and Jalen. Like I don't know, man. Wow. Like it just Jalen Hurts to me, and I like him as a player a lot, but. This is a different level of distraction than any other quarterback would have been. Like Jalen Hurts is good. He's dynamic. Uh, I just, I think the Eagles said to themselves it wouldn't be a distraction, and they were dead wrong. They were dead wrong. Uh, uh, I have got a lot of rebuttals to these things. <laughs> and let's start with, with uh, this. And James said something interesting where he goes, they're not playing for this year, right? They're clearly playing for the future with this draft pick but you can't do that when you trade for Darius Slay with a third and a fifth because he's 29 and that's not fucking sorry that's one can we put a limit on this can we start this one that's one you know it's funny the uh the guy that commented initially saying he appreciated how we didn't curse commented last night saying he appreciated we read the comment about the no, no person so <laughs> we appreciate him listening yeah and, the, and we're working on something to to implement to make it fun for everybody but that's one we'll we'll try and limit this i'm going to give myself 20 is that fair for this type of thing 20 uh i think given it's, the it's circumstance a, it's, a unique, sure. it's a unique evening yes. yes so i'll put a warning how many times phone. is carson cursing tonight that's yes. question. well that's that's uh you know and you, you get Hargrave here, who is not young, but he's not old, and he's in his prime. You have Fletcher Cox. He's in his prime. All of these guys. You're planning on still to pay Zach Ertz, I think. You're still planning on doing that or doing something wild where you had traded uh, him to Atlanta for – I don't know what would have happened last night. Uh, but this isn't – if you are competing for a championship or you're putting a team together, unless like – we are getting the only thing that I can think along what James is saying 
is there might be a a good chance that there might not be football for a, a lot longer than we think too so they're like okay maybe we have to adjust here and let's just go get a quarterback and develop him for a year and let's see what happens after that and if you're still doing it even if you're trying to do that it is still smartest person in the fucking room again and what are we doing here what are we saying to Carson Wentz? He just got over all this shit. He just got over it. We just got over all the goddamn statue talk and everything else about the distractions here. I'm defending it between like, you know, some of Elliot's points, which now sound incredibly reasonable. Uh, you know, and, and that's what's freaking me out here from all of this. It doesn't matter what your intentions were. They are there now. It is always going to stick with all of us, including the fans, the media, everything. You knew this was coming. And if you're telling me that you didn't expect this reaction that you're going to hear for the next year, actually for the lifetime of, of them being together, and unless there is some CBA language that I don't understand, I still don't think you can trade rookies, you know, or any of that. Uh, I, I don't think that there is, and it doesn't sound like they want to do this. They want to develop all these things. But I, I can't understand for the life of me in a spot where everyone just said, wow, a ton of great players. And by the way, Cowboys are having another great draft. So just want to throw that out there, too. The other thing is, I mean, the Eagles said, you know, they're in the business of developing quarterbacks. I'll, I'll, I'll get the exact quote, but I thought that quote was a little damning within itself. Like, I get you want to develop quarterbacks, but at the same time, shouldn't all of your quarterback development time, resources, and assets be going into developing Carson Wentz? Like, whatever we think of Carson yeah. Wentz, I don't think any of us would sit here and say he's a finished product. And I get you can develop develop, develop multiple guys at once, but, I mean, why why is now the 53rd pick in the draft being well, used on essentially right. <laughs> to developing a guy? And in Taysom Hill, a lot of people have been talking about Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill was undrafted. Like that's it's a very yeah. different situation than Taysom Hill for for a lot of reasons, but mostly the asset that you used in it, the fifty third overall pick. Like again, what's the best case scenario? You trade him in, in two years, and you maybe move up twenty spots in the draft. Like you're probably not going to get a high first round pick. And Barchard, I'll ask you this: I know we were on different sides of the fence with the Nick Foles thing. Yeah. Who would you rather have as the backup, Jalen Hurts or Nick Foles? I was actually. Like, who do you, you know what was funny? Who do you think is more of a distraction? Because although Nick Foles is a distraction, I think you can argue Hurts is in a very different, scary type of way it's, that Foles it, isn't. It's interesting that you say that because uh, James, I told uh, when when we came on, I go, Elliot, don't tell me your your exact take because I want to try and guess it. And I thought this would would have been such an Elliot take. <laughs> And and and, and, I, and this is what I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say, I don't understand the type of pressure that this was built because his backup quarterback was named the Super Bowl MVP and just went through all of that and withstood all that pressure. So why couldn't he withstand this anyway and just make sure his job is secure or whatever it is? That's where the angle I thought you were going. Was I at least close to that direction? Because it doesn't sound like it. No. I mean, look. <laughs> You feel free to use that at any time, by the way. Yeah, no, maybe I will. But I, I think I think Jalen Hurts is a special player. Like, I know he's not a finished product or anything, but uh, I think he's a guy that's going to go in and and people are really going to like him. Like, for I what? Think for what? There can only be one quarterback. There can only be one quarterback. So what's the point? Who cares? Tell Howie that. I didn't, I didn't pick Jalen Hurts. Like, <laughs> I know. I'm just, I'm just like, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, unless that's what I'm saying. If there is a... I, I don't know, and and I think it was was it Sheil who asked, you know, what is what's the the top uh, of this draft pick for you? Like, what is the highest thing that you are looking for with Jalen Hurts and James? Like, he couldn't answer the question. That's incredibly scary to me. Yeah, I think, and, and Elliot was just alluding that too. Like, that's the real problem. Is like when you're making a pick, any draft pick, anything you do really as a general manager, but but let's take draft pick as an example, is it's a risk-reward thing. You're looking at the upside of the player. You're looking at the projectability. You're looking at the downside. You're looking at all these things. And, and what's the upside of taking Jalen Hurts here? I mean, like, are they really going to be able to, in a couple years, get him enough? Like, theoretically, you don't want Carson Wentz to not play at all, right? I mean, you want Carson Wentz to play every single game and go to the playoffs and take you deep. Like, that's your guy. So how are you going to develop Jalen Hurts enough and show other teams that he's valuable enough that, 
you're going to end up getting what a first round pick for him because you need to get a first round pick for him for this to be worthwhile. That's the only way you're getting something better than what yeah. you gave up for him, right? I mean, or multiple picks that add up to more than a second, whatever it is. I mean, you've really got to show that this kid is a starter in the NFL. And again, to Elliot's point, like I too really like Jalen Hurts. I think there's so much upside in that guy. And I think that, you know, we're seeing that he's the type of quarterback who is having a lot of success in the NFL right now. Like someone who can move around, can do things, has a strong arm. Like I I like the guy. It's just, I don't know how without Carson Wentz getting hurt or whatever, which obviously that's a possibility. And maybe that's part of their thinking than more than they're leading on to us or more than we would assume. But you know, ideally, if Carson Wentz stays healthy the majority of the time, then how do you turn this guy into an asset that's more worthwhile than what you're giving up? So I'm sure everyone's excited to hear from Donovan McNabb right now. But I think <laughs> his his quote to me is kind of what everybody is probably thinking but doesn't want to say it, what the Eagles don't want to say. But he said he was shocked by it, and then he said uh, – I've said it. I said it last year. I said it the year before, and everybody gave me heat. If you continually get hurt, they're going to look to bring in somebody to step in and fill the void. So I ask you, if Carson had not suffered a torn ACL, hurt his back, would Jalen Hurts be on the Eagles right now? Nope. Nope. No, no, no. And and, and guess what? We all owe an apology to Donovan McNabb. He was right. But, but at the same <laughs> he, was time, right. I, he was right again. I, I agree. I understand that. I agree. I'm not saying that, like, probably not, but at the same time, like, why do you give Carson Wentz the contract you give him then? Like, you can't do both things, right? I mean, yes. and and I like the Carson Wentz contract. I think they were smart to do it early and stuff, but you don't give that guy that contract unless you believe in him, right? Like, that's what's so surprising about it. That's why it's so hard to, to reconcile. Are they bringing him in to play it or to, in their mind, play? Or are they bringing him in as strictly an asset to develop? Or is it some of both? I don't know. I mean, but... Uh, yes, I agree with you, Elliot. If Carson Wentz had stayed healthy all three years of his career, or whatever, or at least two of the three, or whatever, you know, then that, or you know, three of four, whatever, then uh, I think it's more unlikely that they're doing this. Elliot, I got another a, a qu- thing is. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry man. I, I, had, I had a quick question sorry, for you. Is, yeah, my head is spinning right now. But <laughs> so yeah. let's say, like, how he's basically plan is to try to trade Jalen Hurts. We can all agree with that, right? Like, we probably think that's that's his plan. But when he goes on the trade market, you're only trading him if Wentz has stayed healthy and played well, right? In which case, every team knows you have to trade for him. So what team is going to give a big, a big asset? Or he's played and he's looked really good, and so teams want him. But in that case, you know, maybe you need him at that point. So do, do any of us think they're going to end up getting a pick higher than number 53 back for Hertz? Well, that's what James was saying. Like, absolutely right. not. I, I, don't, I don't think so at all. Like, that's... And even if that's your goal, how does that help you now or later? Like you're just stockpiling for three or four years and hoping that value goes up. And and listen, I, I guess if you can kind of do that with Jimmy Garoppolo and you get enticed by trying to do that, and, and that's your point. But I, again, don't know how that helps Carson Wentz right now. Only makes this harder. And someone at some point, and oh, that's what I was going to ask you, Elliot. I'm sorry. Do you think that this is at all triggered by the concussion in the playoff game? Was that it for somebody and go, we have to find somebody in there that's not Josh McCown and real quickly, bullshit, Howie Roseman, you do not develop quarterbacks very well because uh, 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 what's his face? I'm totally blanking right now that uh, just resigned on a one-year tender who is, oh, Nate Sudfeld is not good. And you brought in Josh McCown because – you didn't think it was that good. It wasn't just the injury. That's ridiculous. It's a good to me. point. Uh, it's a good point. Uh, but um, do you think it was the concussion? To the concussion yeah. thing, I, I don't think. I don't think it was the concussion as the injury itself. But I do think we all need to take a step back and say the last three times, the last three years in a row, three out of the four years where Carson has been the quarterback, the Eagles' season has ended with him on the sideline injured. That doesn't mean the hit by Jadavian Clowney was his fault. It doesn't mean it wasn't a cheap hit. I'm just saying the reality of the situation. The last three years, all of which have ended in the playoffs, Carson has not been the starting quarterback. So, I, yeah, I, I do think that factors in. I don't think they would say it, um, but how how could it not? I mean, yeah. when we talked about you know a month ago about what positions were important on this team. We all agreed backup quarterback was an important position. We 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 disagreed to the level of which you address it. I don't think anybody was any of us would have said to use a 53rd overall pick on it, but it, it's it's an important position. So 
yeah, I, I think absolutely they say to themselves, look, if Carson goes down again, Foles isn't here, maybe McCown's not coming back. Your point about Sudfeld is an excellent one. Maybe they think Jalen Hurts would give them a real chance to win. Yeah, and, and James, to that point, because I remember Howie coming on the morning show, and then when Angelo asked him about that, you know, the clowny hit, and he kept saying, I was sick. We were sick. You know, I think he said, he said the word sick like 70 times in a row, and we all thought he was referring to Carson Wentz, but maybe that's just like the team overall. Like, oh, my God, they fought through all this adversity, and then both of their quarterbacks went down, and they said, we're not doing this again. We won a championship this way, and now that's all I can think about. That, that triggered all of this. Yeah, look, I mean uh- – the Eagles clearly, more than any other franchise, maybe in the history of football, know the value of a backup quarterback. Like that is, I and value backup quarterbacks. You know, even going getting Josh McCown last year. I mean, they have consistently prioritized that position year after year after year after year. They just have not often done it by expending the draft capital they expended here, but. Um, look, I, I do think that they must really like Jalen Hurts. You don't take this type of risk. Like Elliot said, you don't bring in someone like that who has the potential to disrupt the locker room. Even if you don't expect it to disrupt the locker room, you can't deny that the potential was there. Yeah. You don't take that type of risk unless you truly, genuinely believe in him and his talent. And again, like... I don't know how you would trust this front office's ability to evaluate talent at the moment, but that's a whole separate discussion. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I think that they probably think Jalen Hurts is really, really good. And they think that instead of signing backup quarterbacks to one-year deals or this or that or whatever, bringing in older guys who are valuable if Carson Wentz gets hurt, but give them no long-term value, they can bring in someone who they believe can – be there if Wentz gets hurt because as Elliot's pointed out, like it has happened. They have to account for that reality. I mean, the camera put out a tweet where uh, the years where the Eagles have needed to go to a backup quarterback or choosing to go to a backup quarterback, 1991, 93, 94, 95, yeah. 96, 97, 98, 99, 02, 03, 05, 06, 07, 09, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 17, 18, 19. I mean, that's a lot of years of, you know, like without few, you know, missed yeah. in between. I mean, so this team, it, I'm sure that they're saying we will. And again, I'm not saying I, I agree with expending this pick for it, but their logic is clearly, hey, we realize that our quarterback can get hurt and has gotten hurt. And we want to bring someone in who we believe we can develop into a true asset at the same time, while also someone who gives us a real chance to win if and when that happens. And Elliot, so that's, that's, I, that, that's that's a it's a it's a good point. And look, like there, I think there's a very good chance Jalen Hurts is going to play this year. I, I would also say that one of the main reasons they said they brought Sudfeld back was because he knows the offense, and they're not going to have an offseason. So if you're Jalen Hurts, you're not going to get OTAs, you're not going to get mini camps. Your first time in NFL pads could be training camp, and who knows what that's going to look like. But to your point, James, and to the camera's tweet, like I think that's I think that's a it's a good point, but I think it's over rationalizing it. Like, yeah, they need yeah. a good backup quarterback. You don't use a fifty third overall pick agree. on your backup quarterback. Agree, right. and that, so, that's yes, a hundred percent agree right. with that. Right, like go go sign go sign Jameis Winston, or like, go, or, go, or if you're developing, you're <laughs> or Joe Flacco, and if you're a quote unquote developing team. Draft someone in the fourth round who you actually develop into a good quarterback. Like, don't use the fifty-third pick. That I a hundred percent agree. That's the flaw in this whole thing. And it's this- also interesting that that Doug Doug brought up. He w- he was talking about. Uh, I believe the question involved Taysom Hill, but he was talking about how you know Taysom Hill and Drew Brees and uh, Lamar Jackson and Joe Flacco. Well, guess what? Like Lamar Jackson took over for Joe Flacco, and Taysom Hill, whether he's going to be or not is viewed as the successor to Drew Brees. So well, both those guys are also old men in football yes. terms. Like every in single their late one 30s, of them. Carson Wentz isn't young and in the prime of his career. Yes. Yeah, every single example is is that, by the way. Favre was brought up in the whole Aaron Rodgers thing. This is not that at all. This is this no, is I'm, way something else. I'm not saying it is, but maybe we're ignoring like again, 53rd overall pick. Like money talks in the NFL. This is a huge asset they use. Like I agree 
that Car- like Carson is different from Joe Flacco and Drew Brees and, and McNabb when they took Kevin Cobb. Like, I agree with you, but maybe we're overthinking it in the way like, look, they just used a 53rd overall pick on a quarterback that was a starter in college. If I'm not mistaken, wasn't he in the Heisman conversation at one point? But oh, like Between both he, spots, yeah, absolutely. Com- this is an accomplished guy they brought in. And again, I agree with you guys. I'm not saying I think he's going to take the job, but Maybe we're maybe we are being naive to it. Well, and here's here is what I was gonna tell you, Elliot. And I, I never thought I would say this, but if this was your idea, because this isn't just one year out or suddenly or, or suddenly something changed. Like this is a process, like you just said. They they were up his butt, and they wanted to know everything about him. And they probably had some conversations when they were interviewing Ceedee Lamb, and maybe that was part of all this charade. So there was ultra quiet and that's you know part of this surprise and why we're all shocked about it and that's part of you know the the reason why they take Rager at 21 which now by the way puts completely unnecessary pressure on him uh or maybe that we're we're so numb to it that it really doesn't matter (laughs) at this point but um this is why you don't pay Carson Winston paying Carson Winston now looks like a huge mistake because if if you we're unsure about how this is all going to work out, then you should have addressed this a long time ago. Then you should have either A, kept Nick Foles and traded him for every loot and barrel that you could possibly do and trade or and draft Jalen now once you realize that Nick Foles can't make it through an NFL season. He lost its luster a little bit. Alshon Jeffrey's a little happier and whatever, but now you can start to go like, okay, this is, you know, we, we made a mistake there and we've drafted a quarterback and we've done all this. Or, or don't pay Carson Wentz like, Elliot was saying, you know, uh, when the, when we had the emergency uh, pod signing, and I was right. so great and all that stuff. But now you're in a odd situation where you're very locked into your franchise quarterback, and you spent an enormous resource on a quarterback. And if that kid has success and touches the field at all, because I believe that they do. Jalen Hurts reminds them of of Donovan McNabb. I've seen that comp go around a couple of times, and and I I get part of that too. And I appreciate his game just as much as you guys are talking about as well. But this is I I, I now think paying Carson Wentz was a humongous mistake if this was their plan from the last year and a half or two years here. Well, and also what what happens if let's say the Eagles are five and seven like they were last year. Or let's just say they're even better than that to start. But let's let's you know they're not like seven and one. Let's say what they've they're, they're they are what they've been, you know, the few last years. Four and four, four and five, five and four, that type of thing. If Jalen Hurts comes in and Carson misses two games with an ankle sprain or something and he goes two and oh, what are people going to be saying? They're gonna be saying, why do we have to pay Carson all this money if they won a Super Bowl with Foles and they're two and oh with Hurts? Like at a certain point, the Eagles can't keep having success with their backup quarterback and expect people to still sit here and say paying Wentz $38 million is worth so much, especially when Howie repeatedly says that because we paid Wentz so much, we have to have these draft picks. We have to have them to you know get young talent and all that stuff. And he talks about how Carson's salary impacts what they can do. Well, then why are you using one of the best assets you have? If you get Denzel Mims at 53 and he turns out to be good or you know a starting receiver you're paying him what like two million dollars a year to be a starting receiver like this is a valuable asset yep. that they could use in best case scenario he's on, this asset's going to be on the bench yeah yeah go ahead james oh i was gonna say i i agree 100 with that I, I i disagree with you guys in the sense that like i still think that they believe in carson wentz and wanted to be their quarterback and in that case they didn't have a choice but to pay him and if they waited then it just would have been worse. They would have been in a situation like Dak is in with the Cowboys now. So especially I, if they drafted Hurts and didn't pay Wentz for what it's yeah, but but yeah. like again, yeah, but but, like, but James, now they can tell Dak to go shove it because you could run the Dallas Cowboys offense right now. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> true, yeah, true. That's all uh, I mean. It's a Barger. That's a hell of a point. Um, I could hit those guys. I mean. Uh, People open all the time, dude. You hit slant uh, routes like nobody if they else. They actually decided to give Wentz weapons. Wouldn't that be something? That'd be nice. But yeah, I I think the Mims point really is is a great one. I mean, I think all of Eagles Nation when that pick came up was like, wow, Denzel Mims is still on the board. We get two yeah. shots at this. You know, this is this is great. Jalen Rieger, Denzel Mims, Howie, we're you're, we're cool. You're back in our good graces. You don't like to give him Wentz weapons, and then this happens, and and it's just. 
again, like, and I like Jalen Hurts. That's what sucks. Uh, I think he's really a fun quarterback and a fun player. But I mean, it's it's like it's indefensible. That's the word that keeps coming to my mind. Is like, I mean, no matter what Howie or anyone would say, like this is an indefensible use of this asset. And it's also like I'm sitting here where we're doing the pod, but we've been on Twitter all night. Like I have Twitter up just in case Eagles draft another quarterback. But like I'm looking, <laughs> James <laughs> I'm looking Morgan. They drafted James Morgan. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's great that we um, can still laugh, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm sitting here and there's a video of Jalen Hurts putting on his Eagles hat, and like I'm just thinking, if you're Carson, what are you thinking right now? Like whatever we think of the pick, whatever. The plan was, and the Eagles said they talked to Carson earlier today, as, as if Carson was going to say, no, don't take a backup quarterback. Like, yeah, I'd imagine right. that conversation was, hey, do you mind if we take Jalen Hurts? And he goes, no, nah, it's all good. Like, I- I'm sure, right? So <laughs> if you're Carson, yeah. if you're Carson, what are you thinking as you watch the Eagles welcome this new quarterback? Like, when he, the first time we get to talk to Carson, his first question will be, are you worried about Jalen Hurts? Does It'll this remind you of You're so right. You're so right. <laughs> right? Like, this first is, question this will is, be a Jalen Hurts question. No matter what. <sighs> right. And, Do you like yeah, him? What do you see out there? <laughs> Can he be a starter? Sorry. This before, uh, before they drafted him. But one thing, James, you've said this a lot is this was supposed to be Car- Carson's like first healthy offseason in two years. And obviously it's going to end up being different again now because no OTAs and mini camps. But just imagine training camp when, you know, Jalen Hurts is out there behind Carson and, and, and Jalen has a really great throw. And I tweet out like, man, Jalen just had a great throw. <laughs> Why right? you? It's got to be you, Elliot. It, it's got to be me because everyone's going to react being like, oh, you troll, like blah, blah, yeah. blah. Like that's what he's setting himself up. That's what the Eagles have set themselves up for. And for a team, I mean, look, the whole theme of all or nothing was what playing in Philadelphia is like and what the media is like in the city, right? Yeah. Yes. And now they're going to sit here and say, I mean, Howie was asked straight up, what do you think is going to happen when Carson struggle, struggles? And he said, well, I don't think anyone's going to think a rookie QB should take over for for a Pro Bowl QB. And it's like, what what town have you been living in, Howie? Like you've been here for twenty years. Like they're they're they either don't care or they grossly miscalculated us. Uh, and and man, oh man, is that a just a an odd statement to make? You know, it's just like what if? Uh, yes, especially that dead on. And and here is a James. I got a tinfoil hat theory for you. Because I just realized that um, there is no way the Eagles media is going to be available to go down to Eagles practices, at least not at the volume that we are used to once these things start getting into order and however they're going to hoard, uh, uh, you know, deal with training camp. Elliot Shore Parks, I don't even know if you're going to be able to ask that question. And it's going to be that's why I think I they did it. If I can't chart. If I can't chart Carson and Jalen Hurts throws this off this training camp, I'm going to be devastated. Do you think that's that's an additional thing because they won't get a lot of questions about it until maybe I, the I season starts? Great, I think it's a great theory. I ultimately don't think so. I mean, because ultimately you can still feel the heat in this city. I mean, you were just talking about being on Twitter, right? I mean, do, I honestly, legitimately, truly don't remember a move the Eagles have made that has been so unanimously low. Yeah, unanimous. Like, I mean, yeah. everyone, everyone is angry. I mean, fire Howie's a thing. I saw a petition. Yeah, no. I saw a petition yeah, you know, online yeah. to fire Howie Roseman. And, and again, look, I know Howie has had some struggles lately, and people have started to waver from Howie's a god and all that, and like, you know, where we were not that long ago. But like, I don't think people, like, there were, there were a few people. People on mass were not calling for his job, and with this one move, one move, like even the Rager pick, like, like you like it, Barchard. Some people yeah. liked it, some people didn't like it, like whatever. And the people who didn't like it were like, "Oh, how he sucks!" But like, but like now it's like everyone's how he fired. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So I, it, I I love the theory, but I think ultimately like. This is something that ain't going away no matter where or who or whatever is able to be around. And Elliot, uh, you also, mentioned you also mentioned also all or like, nothing. Got, uh, real, real quick, you mentioned yeah, all or nothing. I sure as fucking hope Howie Roseman's listening to this podcast in his car driving down to the Schoolgirl tomorrow. I hope. I know that was edited, but man, I hope he turns this one fucking on because, man, you fucked up. You turned us into the St. Louis Rams. You were supposed to build us a goddamn dynasty, and now we're sitting here wondering what the fucking next step is. 
turn it all the way up, Howie. You need to listen to this. You are not smart when it comes to this stuff. Ooh. Your team building on all of this stuff does not make any sense in the world. I don't know what you thought was a good idea. This is a terrible idea. You've done nothing to protect Carson Wentz. You have done nothing to make him ensure that his development is not going to be stunted by any of this stuff. You've allowed the owner to just kind of do whatever he wants to do. You're all taking out the approval ratings after the Super Bowl to fucking spin it up and turn it around and say, we can do anything you want. You can't. You can't. You won the Super Bowl and we were eating out of your hands. We let you do anything for two years in a row. We wanted to build a dynasty because you know what? As much as we love the Super Bowl, that's the thing that we constantly chase in Philadelphia. You gave us an opportunity to maybe do that. To possibly do it, and you ruined every step of the way. If this was your process, you should have traded Nick Foles immediately then, or Carson Wentz, or something, and you did nothing to replenish the hole for Carson Wentz. Still, turn it all the way up. I think you should get fired now too, Howie, and I know you never will, because you guys are going to be stuck together forever, and God damn it, 15 years... Of not going back to, well, whatever. I can wait for the next one. But, man, it's, it's, to me, it's indefensible. Well, not to make you more upset, but I think that another thing worth bringing up is last night when we were doing the pod about why they didn't trade up for CeeDee Lamb, uh, Howie said we weren't in the business of giving up high-level uh, high assets, yep. which basically means pick 53. And he hinted today that it was probably a little more than 53, but definitely pick 53. And then the funny part is, so basically, you you like Jalen Hurts so much that you didn't want to go get uh, get CeeDee Lamb. Yes. But, but outside of that, Howie also made a comment today when talking about you know the value of what they put in Carson and such. And he's like, well, it wasn't like it was a first-round pick. Like, just basically making like a flippant comment about the value of a second-round pick. Well, 24 hours ago, you were just saying how valuable these picks are. And now tonight, it's like, well, guys, let's let's not get crazy here. We didn't use a first-round pick on them. <laughs> I know. What did you make of that, James? Yeah, I mean, again, like, are they I fucking actually, with us? Like, what are they doing? I, like, no, I don't think Howie knows how to defend this pick. Like, I, I think that they thought it was a good idea. They got excited about Jalen Hurts as a, a, a player and what they could do with him. And I don't think they thought about how they were going to have to explain it and how they were going to have to defend it when reasonable questions were asked. I mean, it's just a. It's just a bad pick. Like, I mean, based on where they were and what they had to do, it's just there's no again. Like, that's why the word indefensible is said like forty times this <laughs> this podcast. I mean, it's you can't defend it. There's no way yeah. to defend it. Like, no matter what, again and and even again, I like Jalen Hurts. Like, it doesn't <laughs> matter. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah, it just doesn't matter. You oh, can't oh, defend the pick. Oh, oh, James, you're going to be so much happier. Guess what? Uh, the Ravens just got another fucking speed wide receiver to to pair up with Hollywood Brown. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's fucking awesome. Who I, was it? Uh, Who was it? Uh, Dern, uh, I always forget how to pronounce Devin, his last name. Devin Duvernay. D- uh, he's good. Yeah, I yeah, thought he's that really would good. be a good pick for the Eagles. Uh, yeah. And oh, uh, shout out to uh, David uh, McInnes, 12. I don't I don't know if I was doing it justice. So I was live streaming with everybody. It's on the at GoBirdsPod on the Twitter.com. If you want to see like the immediate reaction of everything going on, like I was lost for words. I got really sweaty. Uh, I had red cheeks. It was sports in bed. It was my first time doing it. I want to do it again. It was a lot of fun. Uh, but th- that's there. But I, I, um, he wanted the the depressing version of it. I don't think I'm going to be able to get there because I'm just so confused. And uh, and honestly, I, I know we don't care about what's uh, about to happen at 103. The Eagles are about to pick as we're uh, going going along here. But, How far away are they? Um, I think they. Uh, I think we're at 101 right now. We're I believe. At 93. Oh, 93? My God, yeah, this we're, tracker's we're way, way off. far away. Never mind. Okay, we might not make it till then. I don't really know if anybody I cares. I don't think there's any chance <laughs> we make it till then. Uh, and, and James, this is the other uh, one more qu- uh, quick uh, tinfoil hat question. Did, yes. in fact, the Eagles misclick? <laughs> because that would make me feel a little better if they did. I would. I would feel. I'd rather it were technical issues than than the the thought process. But that kind of explains yes. the press conference, right? And why it was so weird. Like, oh, don't tell we, anybody. Yeah, you know, I died. We like the guy's <laughs> quarterback. Yeah, Elliot misclick. I mean, how we get honestly. 
it's honestly the only rational reason for this pick. Unless they don't like Wentz, it, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't, I think James said it best, like, and you've said it too, Barger. There's just no, there's no defending it. It's a terrible pick. It's a terrible pick. And I like Jalen Hurts, but it's a terrible pick. And, uh, like, uh, that's what I know. What's, what's next? Where do you go from here? <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, what do you, it, like, we are not gonna, we're barely going to talk about any of, uh, the, the next picks because like I, 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 we need more information than what they gave us. Why are they being so also, quiet? Why are they being so also, weird? Let, let me let me say this too. Like, so if they take Jalen Hurts at fifty three, I, I, the name Alshon Jeffrey just popped in my head for two reasons. One, do the, you are we continuing to see proof that they believe Alshon's going to play next year? Or two, what in the world is the point of having Alshon and Deshaun play next year if you're going to use your 53rd overall pick at developing somebody to flip for him? Uh-huh. Like, if you're just going to go all in and go young, then just go young. Like, play play JJ, play Greg Ward, play Jalen Rager, play... 100% agree. Like, like, why? What, what, so, so one party organization is basically a QB development factory, and then the other one is playing old <laughs> veterans? Like, I, it just doesn't add up. <laughs> what do you think's going on with that? Because, like... This is uh, I, we touched on the last pod there, James. But you know, I, I when it was so funny because I was doing the the ten to two shift on Wednesday. Me and Elliot were just mentioning, I think, the, the McLean article in the morning, and we both looked at that. And I, I just went, you know, it's it's. I, I don't think any of this is overly damning. Like we're talking about fifth round picks that you know somebody knew that Shelton Gibson couldn't you know couldn't catch. I think we all kind of. You know, knew that <laughs> and Donnell Pumphrey was going to be a bad running back, and they took him anyway. And all all this other different stuff that's happened. I go, yeah, that sounds like any other draft room and whatever. But does it sound more damning? Kind of hearing and rehearing all those words where we're trying to figure out this disconnect, and then they drop this bomb on us. Like, I I don't know. It it just seems and and you know hinted about you know Jeffrey Lurie being in a, in a lot of different situations, which clearly this almost feels like too. Do you think this is? kind of part of all that at a bigger level now and we're just seeing it look i think the most damning part of all of it is that they spent so much time looking you guys hear that what's that sorry i some now i'm I'm hearing music in my uh (laughs) (laughs) what's what's it playing anything good it's, some, it's a commercial. It's got to be like an auto pop. An, an it's auto probably pop. on oh, yeah, yes. your, your, I, like Google, whatever you. I was excited that like maybe Spice Girls popped on uh, your <laughs> iTunes or something. <laughs> well, it. the funny thing is, it was it was definitely like a moisturizer commercial or something. So it was like some woman <laughs> popped up and was like, "Was like, so how does it feel?" And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, "All right, God. <laughs> hey, Jalen Rager <laughs> is really weird, but he likes to." Yeah, no, I, I <laughs> love that Elliot's first thought is to ask if we heard that instead of looking <laughs> to see what it was on his computer. <laughs> He's a pro. That's very He's fair. He's a pro. pro exactly. fair, fair point. Well, we need to make a Jalen Mills. <laughs> or Jalen Mills. See, look at that. Jalen, Jalen, yeah. Jalen. Three Jalens. Uh, I was just going to say, I think the most damning part is that they put so much time and effort into Hurts to begin with. That, like, this was clearly, like, you, like I almost wish they had made a panic pig. This wasn't a panic pig. This was no, a, no, a, a no. yeah, like this was a, a a thought out, you know, purposeful thing, and that's even crazier. That's like you actually had time to think about this, and you still thought using fifty three on a quarterback was a good idea. Like, it's it. That's the most damning part to me in all of it is that this is like a a thought out thing. Like, if they had yeah. panicked, at least maybe I could be like, all right, like. The chaos in the draft room isn't great, but maybe you know they won't always panic. And it was a one-time thing. Like this is this is this is bad process. You know, this is a much bigger concern. Do you hear that, Michael keep- Clay? Sorry, uh, shout out to him. We we're just getting to that argument today. Go ahead, Elliot. Uh, do you I guys keep- hear that? There's like a woman talking or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, that was just me trying to interrupt. But um, no. So James, like, that was phenomenal. I keep, sorry. I keep going back. I keep going back to the Jalen and Jalen tweet by Jalen Rager. And just thinking, if you're Carson, you just tossed Jalen Rager a follow on Twitter, right? You're Hopefully you're not reading Twitter, <laughs> but let's say you're reading Twitter right now, right? Like, just imagine how much that must sting to see Jalen Rager being like Jalen and Jalen. I just I just think that's such like a perfect example of what the Eagles are getting. Like, it's, it's the Nick Foles tribute in Chris Long's locker. It's the, you know, like it's a smaller version, but... It's it's just like again Carson is watching his teammates 
like tweet and be super happy about his backup. Like it just got us. <laughs> it's got to sting. Yes. Yes, it does. And, uh, I, and I, it, that's where can I ask both of you, uh, where is Doug Peterson in all of this? Because uh, that's a that's another question that that kind of popped into my brain of going is is Doug very much OK with this? Is this the the thing where, I you know, we kind of giggled at it and we're like, oh, it's not that bad in collaborative effort and all this other stuff like there's no way Doug Peterson likes this, right? Or or is that? Um, I, 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 I pretty stoked. Doug was like, uh, you know, but who knows? It could be for the cameras. I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Doug is like a cool weapon. I could do cool stuff with. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. Who knows? That is the most Doug, Doug Peterson Doug, dad answer I've ever heard. I by mean, the way, <laughs> again, as Elliot so cleverly pointed out and blew up on Twitter. I mean, this is a guy who has a uh, like a whatever it is, like a thing in his office that says anyone can be a father if it takes a special person to be a dad. Who the fuck knows what Doug is thinking? <laughs> oh. oh, my and, God. You know, like, I think also what says a lot about this pick is I don't think any of us think they're going to move on from Carson. But if you told me once their 53rd pick was announced, I'd be looking up on over the cap what the cap hits are to cut or trade Carson. Like, yeah, you know, I would have said yes. you, were, you were crazy, but – like that's where we are. That's the result of what they've done. And I will also say this. I remember when when uh, Carson hurt his back against Dallas. Mm-hmm. Me and Barchard, and this is probably the the type of emergency pod, but like me and Barchard did an emergency pod. I remember sitting in my car at the Novacare, and we were sitting there, basically like, "Oh my God, Carson's hurt again. Nick Foles yeah. is going to play. Yep. This is wild. What does this mean?" And you know what? It ended up being a big deal. Like so, to everyone listening, saying like you're overreacting. Like we've seen this, we've seen this script before. We've seen what happens with backup quarterbacks in this town, and so I just I think it's wild that they they, they put themselves right back in this situation. <laughs> yes, like I I am uh, completely blown away by all of that. And then again, if like Doug's into this too, which uh, I didn't see his reaction was that on ESPN, James that he was like flipping out and having fun. Yeah, he looked. Pretty psyched when they did it. That's got to sting too. I mean, exactly, Carson, right? Who knows? That could have been like these things. I don't know. Like they could have recorded that from some other time. Who knows? Yeah, just, how about a, how about oh, a I think, I think fist pump, Doug? Jesus, that was reaction to his pick. I think it's very fair to assume that was yeah. reaction to his pick. Yeah, it could be and anything, regardless, like, and I'm sure, thing. like he's not going to go on camera and like look pissed that they took someone they took. Like <laughs> no. you know. But right. that's what I'm saying. A modest fist pump. It's all you didn't need to like celebrate like you just found Hagen Dazs underneath the couch that you didn't realize was there. You know, like gosh, this is kind of, yeah, that's okay. Bartard, uh, he's just a dad excited to welcome another son into the family. Okay. <laughs> uh, Elliot Shore Parks, I know that. I mean, I think you. What? How many replies did you have on the tweet saying we're recording an emergency pod? Two hundred ninety-six. It's up to now. I didn't yeah, know if you so had had any I can't favorites. Go all those questions. No, yeah. but, but I'm I'm just gonna fire off some of them, including our uh, friend uh, Matt uh, uh, Grumbrecht, who I think I've pronounced his last name wrong for uh i don't know six years i think and i just realized that uh, that the other time than we were the last time we we're hanging out uh what do you make of this uh jalen hurts pick worth what uh what makes it a great value for the eagles what all likelihood picks off for the eagles an appropriate value i think we kind of uh, touched on all that i just wanted to say hi um uh did 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 a why is a popular one uh yeah what the fuck uh how much lysol should i ingest <laughs> that's, uh, that's a that's a nice one uh was oh here is actually this is this is uh people are asking it was chip kelly right about howie roseman because goddamn i remember me and james seltzer were fired up and we thought so Oh yeah, uh, back in the day, I definitely thought so. Was Chip right? Well, the the thing that <laughs> I don't know, I don't think Chip was right. But what's what's interesting, um, I was reading an article recently, and there, it was talking about how in 2014, Howie thought there'd be six guys on the board at whatever the Marcus Smith pick was. Yeah, and yeah. None of those guys were there. They panicked. They took Marcus Smith. I think sometimes we overlook that in thinking that literally the next year, Lurie got rid of Howie. Like, Lurie was sitting in that draft room, saw that Howie's evaluation of what was going to happen was wrong. I do think that helped Chip move in. I can't believe we're talking about Chip Kelly and Carson Wentz getting cut, but here we are, I guess, you know? <laughs> but it, it brings up all those memories, you know, like this. And, and like, 
it's so funny because going into all of this, we started making fun of Joe Douglas a little bit, and then there was that report that like he wanted to trade back because for Razul Douglas for eleven to twenty-one, and that's all it would have taken. And that's obviously not true. Um, but James is another thing that I, I keep thinking about because like it's your it's it's the your your ex partner that just keeps coming back, and you think it's going to change, and this time we really really believed it, but. Is this a old case of Howie Roseman and the ego getting in the way one more time? Yeah, well, I think that I think Howie. Look, we've talked about it and kind of joked about, about like you know cocky Howie and like you know big dick Howie and all that. Ever yep. since he won the Super Bowl, like whenever he, you know, every single press conference, he's Mister, you know, joke guy and you know one liners and like. You know, like Mr. Cool Guy with the reporters and all that stuff. And, you know, I think that Howie got maybe has gotten a little big for his britches. Maybe Howie, you know, who, again, to be fair, as we've said a million times, like, and and who knows, maybe it was 95% luck. That's what it's starting to look like. But, uh, I mean, he had a perfect offseason and they won the Super Bowl. So, like, I think that maybe he just got a little big for his bridges and now he thinks he can outsmart people. I mean, this feels like a classic, like I'm super smart and this is going to be a really smart asset allocation move. That's going to really look smart down the road type of thing. And, and I think that he's kind of lost his way a little bit. So I have to, I have to hop off in a minute because they're they're about to pick, but let me ask one last question. Yeah. If I gave you a hundred dollars and I told you to Split that $100 between who's more likely to win the Super Bowl as a starting quarterback the Eagles, Carson Wentz or Jalen Hurts. How would you distribute that Son of a bitch. I fucking hate you and I love you at the same time. How would you distribute it? Well, I I mean, like, I would would distribute it as, like, 95 Wentz, 5 Hurts. Like, maybe 98 to, like... Uh, overwhelming amount on Carson Wentz. I'd I'd want to put I'd I'd want to believe that James, but they literally just told us that that is a very important thing. So I'm going to put 50 on one side and 50 on the other, and uh, and hedge the bet because because that's, that's crazy. Uh, I, I, I I would go 70 30 Wentz for what it's worth. Okay, I, I would put it at 50 50. My mind's changed on a lot of things now. Like it's that's what it's it's so but hard. Why? To, Carson Wentz is good. Like we've seen Carson Wentz. Like, but he, the they're not helping him. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, it. but I still, again, <laughs> I don't, I don't view. I think that Wentz is certainly a part of this decision, but I don't think this is a decision based on, it on them exactly not that. believing in Wentz. I think, I think they do think this is that. I think they're, they think they're being smart about using an asset. I think they're saying that we are going to turn Jalen Hurts into something that is worth more than what this pick is worth. Elliot, I, I think oh, that's oh, the way they look at it, and and and. And someone we can still use in other ways, and someone who, if Wentz does go down, because that has happened, is someone who maybe could step in and do some special things for us. I uh, think that's the way they look at it. A- a- any predictions on what in the world this might be at 103 as you're walking away here, Elliot? No, no prediction. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I, I haven't been paying really attention to who's no, on the board. No, no, no. So Just saying, like, what, what could say be no. next? The punter, punter, kicker? Can they, can they, can they do that tonight? That'd be fucking awesome. Uh, but I mean, uh, Jake, I, I would think Jake Fromm is still on the board. So oh yeah, there you go. that way. <laughs> if they were smart, they would take the highest receiver on the board. It was what they would do. Uh, all right, man. We appreciate it. ESP uh, uh, one to three p.m. tomorrow. Sports Radio ninety four WIP. Uh, obviously, uh, and we'll all figure out who's calling in and what and where and why. Um, James, I don't know if you want to stay on for one hundred three. There, like ninety nine or ninety eight. I can go through a couple of more questions, or we can just wrap it up here and 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 burst with more emotion tomorrow on the radio. Your call. I mean, I don't care either way. <laughs> I, I genuinely don't care what they do at 103. It's no. meaningless to me. Well, there were some people, James, that like I don't. This, right, well, I'm gonna hang. Oh, up yeah, oh yeah, no, I'm sorry, Elliot. I thought you had to step off right away. We love you, man. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. All right. Talk to you guys soon. Um. I. Uh, I. I. I just. I think it says way more. That's what I'm saying. Like you can't draft a quarterback in the second round. That's where this is. This is like a a Russell Wilson's there. We got to take him. This this feels like uh, we're going to take Drew Brees in the second round. That that's what you do. You know, second rounders aren't backup quarterbacks. Second rounders are starters, or at least they're trying to be. And maybe you get lucky and you get a, a deck of cousins in the fourth, and then everybody screws up and pays them an enormous amount of money instead of like you know it, whatever. But 
I, I don't know. None of this says development. None of none of that says it to me. And I, and now I am questioning Carson Wentz because they're telling me they're questioning Carson Wentz. And 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 you can say that they still believe in his ability because sure everybody does, but they clearly don't think they're going to stay healthy. So why did you pay him? You know, all of the, like you said, the process does not make sense at all every time we try and go over it. No, like I said, we we see it differently. I I don't think that they. I think they still believe in Carson Wentz. I think they genuinely believe Jalen Hurts can give them something while also turning into. I think they think they're going to be able to trade him for for a first or more. Like I think that's the plan. I think that's what they intend to do. And you know, oh by the way, if Carson Wentz does get hurt again, this guy could be special. Like they really like him. Like I look, I'm not saying it's a ringing endorsement for Carson Wentz. But I don't think they look. You don't pay Carson Wentz if you don't believe in him. I, I just yeah. I, I I don't see it that way. I still think this is Carson Wentz's team. I just I think they got you know I think they they fucked up like they just fucked up and they overthought this and thought they were being smart when in actuality they were being incredibly stupid and I, I like that's the way I see it. And and what is Jim Schwartz thinking right now? <laughs> What's my other thought before we go? What is Jim Schwartz thinking? Like, ah, uh, I, I I don't know. I I I feel like this is just the, this is the beginning of the end uh, for something. I don't know what it is. Uh, do you honestly believe at any point that there's going to be a discussion if this is if this just misfires completely? And maybe I I would like nothing more than to be in the Hall of Fame of terrible reactions at uh, uh old takes exposed there would be it would give me the greatest honor in the world to be it, uh, to be it oh it, it is it james all right uh and and this is where uh, yeah i was we were trying to time it to get at 103 but but we're just going to wrap it up here uh, i feel I, like 103 is a, a long yeah, way away, and none so of us really care it seems close <laughs> but it's not really that close yeah yeah and like no one needs to hear i don't no. really like I, honestly, there is no one they're going to take at 103 that's going to change how I feel about this yeah. draft. Like that's just what it is. If uh, we'll we'll leave it with this, uh, I will pause it here. If they do something equally as crazy or close to it, we'll jump right back on and talk about it. Uh, but I, I I just know that this feels like the beginning of the end. And I but the thing I, is, but there's I don't no know one else is... on the board who is is as crazy. Like, there's nothing else they get. They're not going to take another quarter. I'm no, joking no, about no. it. But like, no, I know. like they're, they're going to take some guy that, that we haven't heard of or most likely <laughs> haven't heard of. And it's, you know, it's whatever. It's not going to matter. The, AJ could have been an eagle, James. And I'm, I'm never going to live that down. Never going to live that yeah, down. So good Denzel Mims. I mean, Fulton, <laughs> that dude's a player like Jesus. that's there were just way too many guys who were good players who were on the board that's the big problem uh would you fire howie roseman today that was no my, no no but i i he's definitely like on the super hot seat for me yeah, yeah i like but like no i i can't again i also don't think they make that pick without Lori being on board like i just don't no, I, I don't think they do something like that with, <laughs> without Lori's input so i don't think he is <sighs> i think that you know but regardless i wouldn't but I, I definitely am way closer to it than i've been in you know since the old days uh james i know you hate it but but um uh you've seen rudy before right i hate it uh you know the bar scene right in the beginning I, I don't remember well, to be honest. Well, I saw it once a long time the, or twice, the, maybe. The, unfor max. the unfortunate of um, uh, of watching uh, Rudy way too much is one, it made me, I hate Notre Dame fans. That was one of them. Uh, secondly, uh, Chase Claypool, again, uh, went to the Steelers, and they know how to draft wide receivers, and man, oh man, am I going to fucking be livid at that for the rest of my life, too. Um, the other thing in that scene is, is uh, who is it, Ned Beatty, who's the father? And, and, you know, they're giving each other shit about <laughs> who's the tougher guy in Notre Dame and, like, give it up and whatever. And, they, they you know, Rudy and his brother fucking fight. And Ned Beatty grabs him, you know, and just grabs him by the neck and says, don't, ever, don't nothing ever change? Throw him out, Marianne! And that's what I want to say. Throw him out. Because I'm tired of doing this shit over and over and over again. Just when you think you're making progress, and James and I have said that, and Elliot said that many times, like, Carson got to a level where everyone trusted him and you said all of these things about building it up and putting it around him and making sure that it's multiple Super Bowls and this new window Darius Slay Hargrave a bunch of you know random DBs that fit the really great roles that aren't going to be here for the long term uh, and 
and, and here we are talking about a quarterback which everybody hates the pick and so on. So uh, thank you all for, for tuning in and listening. Uh, this is uh, basically like my second uh, – yeah, we'll, we'll use it as a, as a big birthday present because James Seltzer hanging out uh, late night, and uh, we're going to try and get some sleep, and I cannot wait to hear the midday show tomorrow, buddy. <laughs> well, we're not on tomorrow. You'll oh, it's be on Saturday. Tomorrow. It's Saturday. This is this – is, I'm thinking it's Thursday, it's go Wednesday. I'm with you on that. Let's yeah. go to bed. That's, that's how crazy this is. Let's go to bed. We'll see you tomorrow, 1 to 3, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Uh, James, I'm not doing it. There's no I'm old country tonight. <laughs> we're going to bed. We're going to bed. We'll see you later.